This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. You are listening to The Youth Impact on 105.4 FM at Otago Access Radio in collaboration with Volunteer South. Here, we will take you down the world of volunteering and the impact you can make in your community. Welcome to The Youth Impact. Welcome to Your Impact. Welcome back to The Youth Impact. I'm here with a bunch of ducks. Ducks, any thoughts? Incredible stuff from the ducks. We're here at the lake in Queenstown. At the lake, Ebony's flying home today. Ebony, how are you feeling? Really good. I am spying some kayakers over there that are getting over to the island that I really wanted to go on. And I'm kind of wishing I was here for another day so I could go there. I want to go to there. I keep telling you, I don't think they're islands. I think they're just trees. Hey, wait, that one's got a sign on it. Exactly. It has to be an island. I don't think it is. It doesn't make any sense. They're slowing down on it as well. Look. Look at it. They could be on it. Trees have to come from somewhere. Trees can't grow from the underwater. Have you ever heard of an underwater tree? I don't think so. Mangrove. No, that's a water tree. It's an underwater tree. It's a tree that grows along the coastlines. If you know anything about mangroves, you know how much they are important to keeping our coastlines from eroding. Vital tree. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. I don't know a lot about mangroves. Clearly. It shows. All I know is that they're in water and they seem fine. Yeah, because they grow on the embankments of the water, on the dirt, in the sand, in the silty loam, in the loamy silt. <laughs> Is this all you are? Just mangrove knowledge? Mangrove facts and dogs. Yes, that's it. Very highly specific knowledge on topics literally nobody cares about, like mangroves and toxoplasmosis. <laughs> Toxoplasmosis, which I probably have. 100%. 100%. Ah. You ever catch yourself doing something and you're like, why would I do this? This is crazy. But I love Kella so much. That's Toxoplasmosis talking. I mean, like, I do a lot of things randomly, but they have nothing to do with the cat. We've all opened the fridge to stare at it, even though we're not hungry. No, no. Do you do things for Kellis? That you're, you're like, what am I? Oh my god, everyone shut up. We've got two dogs in our midst right now. Incredible stuff. There are two dogs. They have come to swim near us. We also were hanging out with a family of ducks before, who you may have heard before. Very exciting stuff. They did run away because three dogs showed up, and then the three dogs have left, and then we got two, and the two dogs have left. And now we're back alone. Anyway, so this is the last day Ebony's been here, and I thought we'd do a bit of a retrospective on our entire trip, holiday... I don't have any money left. I was being paid the whole time, so I do have money. I was not. I'm unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm unemployed and I don't get a student loan when I am not studying. So I had to get really clever. <laughs> I uh, can't relate. Sorry. I have used all of my all of my holiday pay on this trip, though. So I will not be able to go away for a long time. Which is probably for the best, in hindsight. You did spend three weeks here. I did spend three weeks here, I guess. <laughs> I could have spent a month here, but then I'd be here for Christmas. Yeah, why do you keep coming in December? I don't know. I, it just feels like a good time to be here. I'm trying to escape the Australia heat. 
Oh, yeah. It's been absolutely awful, this trip, for me, um, because it's been 26 degrees in most of the places we've gone, and I own clothes to wear in Dunedin, which is never 26 degrees. I've hated it. I thought it's been delightful. I think it's been a nice, cool and chill trip. Um, namely because there is a heat wave in Australia right now, so it's disgustingly hot. As I've said, Mum keeps texting me going, it's 37 degrees today. Ugh. It's 41 degrees today. Ugh. And I'm like, cool. Sucks to be you. <laughs> I am wearing a jacket. <laughs> um, so, last time we did an episode, yeah, we, we'd done it in Orokinui and we said we are going to do Seacliff and Moraki Boulders. And we did. Did you both this? Yes, technically. Oh, there goes a boat. Anyway, we did Seacliff. Fun fact about Seacliff, uh, there's nothing there. There are foundations on the ground. Um, I did some Googling. I thought it was really funny that they were just like, hey, Seacliff is definitely there. But the land is owned by people, so please don't trespass onto properties because you want to see a staircase. It's not allowed. And we could see the staircase just from where we were and the place where we're allowed to be. It's it's big. It's so big. You know what was a great place to be in Dunedin? A bone museum. Oh my god, the bone museum. I'm devastated I couldn't bring any bones home. There were sheep skulls for like, what? No, rabbit skulls for like $25? Ridiculous. Yeah. And I can't bring them home because, eh, Australia, stupid. No, there's a bone museum in Dunedin. It is up the street by Knox Church, like really far up. I walked it. I hated it. It wasn't great. It was also 26 <laughs> degrees. Um, But yeah, it's right up there and... If you're a student, it's $5 entry, and I think it was $10 for everyone else. Yeah, pretty good. And it's just a guy's house who has a whole collection of cool bones and artifacts and, like, whatever. If you want to see parts of Seacliff, you'll never guess what he's got. (laughs) He's got parts of it. He's got the door and a sign. A gurney and a bunch of tidbits. But most interestingly, the worst doll ever in existence from Lanark Castle. It's hideous, it's covered in dirt, only its eyes are clean, and they both face different directions. Horrendous. Just like me. Just like you. And it's right underneath the Ouija board. Ah. Yeah, it was a really weird circular Ouija board, but it was a Ouija board nonetheless. Yeah, very cool place to be. There are so many things in there, you could be in there for hours. Mm -hmm. We also talked to the guy, he makes sculptures out of bones that he gets. He's a very cool dude. He didn't ask me to do this. I didn't tell him I was going to do this. <laughs> but I think he deserves to be known because very cool. He also showed us um, his the bugs that he uses to clean bones. It was kind of awful, I'm going to be honest. I love the Beatles. I think they're a lot of fun. You would? Yeah, I did. <laughs> they're, I've had my eyes on them for a while. I'd love a Beatle to clean bones. I've already said this, I'm sure. I love bones. I just want to have bones in my home. I want to be him. I want to be him so bad. That's what yeah. I want. I want to be this man full of mystery things and bones <laughs> in my house and parts of abandoned asylums on my fireplace. Why not? Yeah. He... So cool. Cool dude. <laughs> anyway, if you live in Dunedin, which you should, because otherwise why are you listening to the show, uh, check, it, check it out. It's really cool. I really liked it. Anyway, what else? We went to Moraki Boulders, mm-hmm. and then we discovered that boulders get stolen, and then we found them in the museum. <laughs> and not even in the museum as an exhibit, like as decoration outside the museum. Yeah. In the garden. <laughs> so if you walk past the museum, 
you'll see there's a big boulder. I've always seen it, but I didn't realize it was a Moriaki boulder. But I only just realized it because I just recently saw one, seen one the day before. And I was like, oh, so that's why you've got a perfectly round sphere of rock. Yeah, take a peek at it at the museum at the front. And then if you really like it, go find them all. There's all sorts, all different shapes and sizes. <laughs> Collect them all. Collect them all, but don't take them or graffiti them. Because that was also a thing that was not allowed and had to tragically have a signpost, um, which means somebody has definitely graffitied the Meraki boulders. It's really upsetting. They're very cool. So spherical. Yeah. They rolled down a hill, and for what? Just to be stolen and put in a museum for people to oogle at. That's crazy. Anyway, when we got back to Dunedin, we also did do the museums. We did two muse- both the museums, technically now all three, collected them all. Yeah, I didn't go around Otago Museum. I was on a phone call the entire time. I was put on hold for three hours, and then I had to talk for another hour and then fill out a form for another hour. <laughs> and then by the time I was done, I was like, better go find Ebony. And she was like right behind me. She was like, I'm done. I saw everything. Let's go. I want you to know that from my perspective, I was walking with you into... The like nature section, yeah. And I, you turned around, you're like, oh, gotta take this quick phone call. And I saw you walk off to like the side, and I was like, great, she was right there. I know we're not gonna get lost or anything. So I started wandering through the exhibit, and then by the time I got so deep into it, I turned around and I was like, where? did Shayla go and then I got lost and I couldn't find my way back so I just kept following the flow of the museum and then before I knew it I'd seen a mummy and I'd come out and I was like oh there you are on your phone still (laughs) yeah it was (laughs) even when you're on holiday sometimes there are things to do (laughs) awful awful things to do but no that was really good also the settlers museum I haven't been in a long time because when I was a kid that was the boring one because it's not as interactive kids are mean that's what I learned um, also, what really hurt my feelings was that there was an iPod original in the arcade tech section alongside, like, <laughs> these ridiculously ancient computers. And then they were like, check out this other ancient device, the iPod. And, like, I owned one. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> hurt my feelings a bit, but that's fine. We'll this is why the youth impact is ending, because we're no longer youth. We belong in a museum. Yeah, that, that'll do it. Oh, Christ. Yeah, nothing like seeing my childhood family computer in an exhibit. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's upsetting. <laughs> Had a bunch of cool cars, though. Which also kind of look like cars I don't, but that's okay. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, after that, we just kind of came back to Queenstown. We've been here for the past few days before we left, and we've done the rest of what we wanted to do. We went to Wanaka. We went to Puzzling World there. It was puzzling. A, it was quite puzzling. Uh, we got lost in the maze. It was awful. It was so bad. We picked the worst day to do the maze. It was so hot. I had put a jacket on foolishly. I was sweating. It was crunchy gravel. Um, Awful. Awful. I need the people to know. We did all four towers. We did them in the order, which is like the difficult one. We did that. And then we got stuck trying to figure out how to get out. We ended up just going in a circle and not figuring out how to get out for 30 minutes. And then we found the emergency exit. And I'm like, technically, we had done the maze. We didn't cheat. Technically, we had done it. We just didn't find the exit. We found the wrong exit and we went out. And then some little kid was like... They just left the maze. Of course we just left the maze. Some little kid who was not in the maze, <laughs> may I remind you, sitting outside of the maze. Yeah. Like, what gives you the right? Who gave you the right 
to mock people. I bet he didn't go to the meetings. I bet he didn't do it on his own. He had a whole family there with him. Yeah. But the adults did it for him. Yeah. We were by ourselves and sweaty and also suffering from dehydration after a while. Yeah. It was awful. It's hot. It's hot and miserable. And I didn't like it. Anyway, Puzzling World was really good. I recommend you go. <laughs> I like the funny tilted rooms with the ball that goes up when it should be going down. That's oh, fun. Yeah. That's funky. That was really chair. weird. The sliding chair that takes you up even though it's tilted down. That was a lot of fun. I didn't get to go on the chair because a little girl pulled me aside to show me something. I don't know who she was. She didn't know who I was. She was just very passionate about illusions. And I was not going to destroy her dreams by being like, I don't actually know you. Sorry. <laughs> I actually don't care about this ball. <laughs> I care a little, yeah. kind of. Okay. <laughs> anyway, to get to Wanaka, we went up Arrow Junction. <laughs> Terrible road, really fun. I had fun. I liked Arrow Junction. I thought it was really nice. You didn't drive it. No, being in the passenger seat is fun because you get a view of the view. And then you're looking at the cliff, and then it's the view again, and then it's the cliff. And it's like an unhindered view of the cliff. Meanwhile, I look over at you, and you're clenching the steering wheel with white-knuckled grip going around the corners at, like, a snail's pace. We had to go 15, but the corners were so hard, and I didn't know what to do. I Half the time I was like, are we slowing down so I can get a better look at the view, or are we slowing down because the corners are scary? Absolutely not for you. Absolutely <laughs> not. It was never about you. It was about me trying not to kill us. The passion that you just had there frightened a little bird away he landed right beside you and you said absolutely and he was gone you scared him. i'm a very passionate person some birds can't handle me clearly unlike the ducks the ducks the ducks and me they get me you did make friends with the ducks it was pretty good we had a duck eating out your hand yeah we also went to the botanic gardens multiple times in dunedin specifically because pigeons yeah the pigeons are more fun than the ducks the ducks a duck tried to eat my finger off and it hurt the pigeons gently gentle pecks land on hand the Queenstown ducks are way nicer, but to be fair, they're not constantly being fed by people in Dunedin. The big scary duck in the Dunedin Gardens, the big scary one that was like black and brown, oh, yeah. was so gentle, so, so polite, so soft. Recommend feeding him in the future if you're heading down there. Yeah. Ignore those other ducks. They're horrible. They're mean. <laughs> Just feed the big one. You'll see him. He's big. He's scary. He looks very ominous and uh, threatening. Yeah. Also, stop littering there. I, oh. We spent a while picking up people's trash. Little children throwing <laughs> their bags on the floor for the ducks to rip into. And then the ducks are getting their heads stuck in the bags and trying to eat it. And I'm, like, trying to make a really big scene about picking them up and putting them in the bin. And the mother's, like, sitting there, arms crossed on the bench, like, smiling at me. I'm like, I don't think this is funny, Cassandra. <laughs> I'm not having a good time at all, Cassandra. And neither are these ducks. <laughs> Cassandra? I just I panicked. <laughs> if you're listening, Cassandra, I won't forget you. But yeah, it's been a really good trip. Um, I don't know what else we've done in Queenstown. We went up the gondola. There was a thunderstorm. Highly recommend seeing it. We had dinner at the Stratosphere restaurant. Um, it's a buffet. Very good. And yeah, there was a thunderstorm over the lake and there was lightning. I didn't see it because I missed it every single time. Every single time. I was literally, every time I glanced out the window, I was like, oh, lightning. And you missed all of them. And I was furiously staring at the window. <laughs> and then the second I would turn my head to eat something, it would happen. And it was really bumming me out, honestly. Oh, a dog's on its way. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hello there. What is your thoughts? Really? <laughs> Great. This is a good time. <laughs> Welcome to guest star. I don't know who this is. Guest star, yeah. 
Yeah. Go for it. Go, go, go. <laughs> We've spent a lot of our time here in Queenstown just at the lake because sometimes, you know, it's the little things that are the best part of the holiday. I like hanging out by the lake. I love the ocean. This isn't the ocean. I keep telling you. Stop it. Now you're just doing it to annoy me. I'm not. I love the ocean. I think it's really nice. It's not the ocean. I can. We drove to the other end of it. We've driven around this entire thing. I didn't see it all in one shot, so I'm not quite convinced it's a lake. How could you do this to me? How could you do this to me? It could be a big ocean. You know where boats go? In the ocean. I'm so sick of you. I'm glad you're leaving today. I'm never coming back. No. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna say I'm not inviting you to Australia, but I don't think you want to come after hearing the everything. It sucks. Okay, so here in New Zealand, I at the house that we're staying at, my nana's house, I got bitten. I found I crawled out of my that seagull's got a piece of paper in his mouth. It's a message. Or a bread. I think it's bread. Oh, oh no, it was bread. Anyway, <laughs> I a crawled out of my pillow was a white-tailed spider. And obviously, I freaked out, and then I lost it. And then I was like, well, it's already midnight. I better go back to sleep. Hold on. Hold on. You freaked out, took a photo, and then sent it to me, and then went, what is this? What is this? And I was fast asleep and did not have any way to help you. But in hindsight, I think I heard you knock on my door and wake me up. Because I was like... <laughs> weird what did wake me up and then i heard shuffling away and i was like oh maybe shayla's getting up to do something but in hindsight it was probably around the time you knocked on my door <laughs> yeah i didn't want to say anything but during my panic i was so freaked out that i started furiously knocking on my door and then i remembered it's nighttime. most people are asleep i'll leave i felt really bad i just had no feelings whatsoever that's really funny too bad i didn't check my phone for messages all right to come and rescue you from spider yeah well anyway the next morning i woke up with a bunch of bites and you told me it's a white-tailed spider and i was like awful i've heard of those and then you told me about the australian version of them and they sound much worse you were not talking about it on air because it sounds gross i i okay i won't talk about it on air but i just want you to know that the new zealand white-tailed spider is the australian white-tailed spider and it just got carried along with some settlers back in the day but you're fine so it's fine you would have known by now if things were going to go wrong. It's fine. Don't don't Google white-tailed spider bites. <laughs> You'll regret it. Yeah, it wasn't pleasant. I got to see the images. They were not great. <laughs> um, anyway, so I've been waking up with bites for the past few days, and I'm incredibly traumatized. But it's been really nice because, obviously, I'm very confident doing anything in New Zealand because there's nothing here to kill me. Um, how have you handled it? For uh, for the first couple of days, I was poking bushes and long grass with my shoes in case a snake came out. And then I remember there's no snakes here. No. So, delightful. I'm, I can tromp through the bushes all I like. Can't wait to go back to Australia where I've got to hit everything with a stick to make sure nothing venomous is going to come out and kill me. <laughs> I'm already knocking my shoes back together as well. It's, it, it's over. Yeah, that sounds awful. Can't relate. Anyway... I guess that's it for this whole road trip. Um, last thoughts, feelings, concerns? It's windy. <laughs> oh, I can tell. 
It's very windy. Audio's gonna sound awful. I'm trying so hard to cover it from the wind, but I don't think it's working. Um, I had a really good time. I like New Zealand. It's nice. The climate's lovely. I'm sure if I moved here, I would be disappointed within a matter of months because I would acclimatize very quickly and then it would be hot. And then there's nowhere to go from there except Antarctica. Uh, I'll hold it. Thank you. <laughs> um, I had fun. It was a nice trip. It's nice to have a long break away from Australia, especially during a heat wave. And now I get to go home and see my dog and my frog and my fish. That's probably definitely not still going. I wouldn't trust my mother with a fish. If I had given her a million dollars, she would find a way to have that fish dead. So <laughs> R.I.P. Elvis, <laughs> I guess, I'm presuming. So. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, I had a great time. It was nice hanging out with you uh, for oh, a couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're welcome, <laughs> I guess. Uh, this is going to be your last episode on the Youth Impact as well. Bye. Sorry if you lost everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm a delight to have on air. Um, and you'll miss me dearly. I already know that. Don't have to tell me. Yeah. Well, this is it, I guess. Um, I'll film an ending as well in my car. But, yeah, for now, bye, Ebony. I'll miss you. Bye. Continue to talk. We're not going very fast. <laughs> well, I'll miss the like. Excuse me. Hello. I'll miss the in the next few hours when like we can't talk because you'll be on a plane. But then we'll talk when you get home. Hey, what movie do you want to watch when you get home? <laughs> I would like to continue watching Psychic Game. <laughs> you can't just say that. I done it anyway. I would like to continue watching that, please, and then we can go through our list. Maybe we can watch what we were watching with Gov. Uh, that I keep saying should we watch it damn it something number three number three <laughs> the third movie of something oh it's just Stranger, Stranger Things season oh, four Stranger Things season three <laughs> yeah we'll do that when you get home that's good hi it's me again um now I'm alone uh for the first time in three weeks which is a little bit of a strange experience I I'm not used to always being with other people and since I have been uh, with Ebony for the entire three weeks, it's it's a little lonely. Honestly, I'm very tired just driving by myself because I'm so bored. <laughs> There's nothing to do. Um, I've just stopped in Clyde at the lookout and I thought I'd take this moment to, you know, I guess end the show for good. Um, as you know, this will be the last episode of The Youth Impact for a while maybe if ever um i'm leaving the show i'll be going to dunedin pride's new show that will be starting in 2023 um it should be called queers on air um i think is what we established it would be and yeah i'll i'll be there i won't be there all the time like i am on this one but you know whatever um but yeah it's been a it's been a long journey with the youth impact. I'm honestly very sad to see it go, um, but no one could take over. And so, like Volunteer South has decided to stop, reevaluate, and see if, you know, they'll do another one in the future, whether it's going to be the youth impact again or if it's not. Either way, it won't be with me. So this is a little bit of a sad ending, but, you know, I'm not gone and I'm still going to keep doing the same thing. It's just a shame that I, uh, you know, built this show from scratch, <laughs> not to take credit for myself, but also, yes, it is me. I did it. I'm very good, very talented. And my talents will be going elsewhere, I suppose. Um, but yeah, but 
I don't know what else to say. I've really loved doing this show. The show has taught me a lot about myself, about other people. When I started the show, I was very much not into talking to a lot of people. Um, I was very happy keeping to myself. And the volunteer work I did was at a very small minimum and, uh, you know, was just kind of behind the scenes work more than anything. And since starting the show, I've obviously gotten onto the board of Dunedin Pride. I've become their volunteer coordinator because I found a real passion for volunteering. And I loved the show so much that I stuck around and even, you know, started doing it at home. I don't know. It's it's weird to see how much I've changed in the past year. And I hope other people have changed too with me. I don't know if anyone's still out there listening. Yeah, it's been really, it's been a great experience. I've gotten so much more comfortable talking to people and getting out there um, with the excuse of, oh, I'm just doing it for the show. I don't actually need to. I just have to do it for the show. It's work. It never was. It's just, yeah, I'm not sure what else to say. Um, thank you for this entire year. Uh, thanks to Arena and Higino for being with me this entire time. It has been really great working with them it's just made it an entirely enjoyable time uh it never felt like work for me it was always something just so fun to do uh the only time it ever felt like work was when I got a bit overwhelmed and I got a bit of burnout but it happens and you know I learned from that I learned what my limits were and I yeah I'm I'm really gonna miss the show and I'm going to miss you all. Um, so for the final time, bye. Thank you for listening to the Youth Impact on ORFM. Go out and find your impact. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.